It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Giddy Art Comedy. Okay, uh, let's let's do it like you never knew it. Here we go. Hello again, and uh, uh, welcome back to my basement for my latest roundup of this week's news. Uh, apologies in advance if I seem uh, a little uh, distracted this week. Uh, I've just been finding it difficult to concentrate since I got married. Uh, Carrie keeps complaining that I, that I never stop looking at my phone. Bit of a cheek. Uh, swipe left, swipe left. Ah, uh, swipe left. Oh, uh, Jennifer Curie. Oh, swipe right. Sorry, uh, where were we? Uh, yes. So, uh, so this week I will be uh, talking about uh, the untimely departure of our education recovery tsar, our traffic light travel system, the attempt to stop me cutting the foreign aid budget, and the, and, and the latest adventures of my dear friends Dido Harding and the uh, turnip-headed numbskull Tim Martin. Uh, you're, you're very lucky I managed to fit in a podcast this week. I should be preparing for the, uh, the G7 summit, but, uh, but uh, I think I'll just busk it as usual. Uh, and this is much more important. With the G7 summit coming up, I, 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 it was very encouraging to see uh, The Guardian, helpfully referring to Carrie as the First Lady. By my reckoning, uh, she's about the uh, 47th Lady, but, uh, but let's not split hairs. Uh, people may as well get used to uh, calling her the first lady because uh, that's what she'll be once I manage to uh, dismantle what remains of our democracy and make myself president for life. Right, let's dive straight in and kick off with a bit of a disappointing start to the week caused by the resignation of my uh, education recovery star, Kevin Collins. Uh, his job was to, uh, to work out a plan for how school pupils could catch up on their learning following the impact of the pandemic. I uh, was chosen for the job because he's uh, an expert in his field with many years of experience. I uh, consulted widely across uh, the education sector and came up with a detailed plan to enable pupils to catch up. Uh, we then took one look at the uh, £15 billion price tag and said, fuck that, here's 10% of what you need. And uh, for some reason, he had a hissy fit and stomped off, leaving a rather scathing letter of resignation. People need to understand that we can't just go throwing £15 billion pounds around. I'm sums of money outside to reserve for giving inflated PPE contracts to Tory donors and the landlord of Matt Hancock's local pub. 
Uh, and what's more, I mean, it would, it would have mainly gone to disadvantaged pupils who might then have had an unfair level of equality when competing against people from private schools. Uh, uh, private school pupils have to uh, compete on a level playing field with the state school pupils. Then how are all the rich thickies going to get into university? Uh, so, 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 so we really had no choice. Uh, otherwise, uh, it could have upset the whole fabric of society. Uh, it's just a bit unfortunate that, uh, that we, we've had a, a run of bad luck with regard to education. Uh, what with, uh, with, uh, with, with the fights with Marcus Rashford over free school meals, then the exam fiasco, then reopening the schools and closing them a day later. And, and now this. It's even more surprising when you consider that uh, we've had our top man, Gavin Williamson, in charge of it all. One of life's mysteries, I suppose. Uh, yeah, yeah, with, uh, with Simon Stevens standing down as chief executive of the NHS, there is a vacancy for a dynamic leader to head up the world's fifth largest employer. But fear not. Because the one and only Dido Harding has thrown her hat in the ring, which uh, presumably uh, is a large cone-shaped hat with a letter D on it. But she has a, a, an impressive track record. I'm one in charge of Talk Talk. She uh, presided over a data breach where the details of our 150,000 customers were stolen, knocking a third off the share price and costing the company £60 million. But she made up for that by taking over the test and trace system, which turned out to be, well, not so much world-beating as, as totally fucking useless. I, I, yeah, after burning our way through £37 billion of your money, a report on, on the service found that it had made no measurable difference to the spread of the virus. Uh, but the important thing on her CV is that she is a Tory peer, and in my government at least, that matters much more than ability or experience. But perhaps you think that sounds a bit dodgy. I mean, perhaps you think there might be a cronyism or corruption at work here. In which case, I'd be more than happy to refer the matter to our anti-corruption champion. That would be John Penrose, MP. I wouldn't have thought it would take him long to investigate the matter. I mean, he could just discuss it over dinner with his wife, Dido Harding. And, and, and uh, uh, her hubby also happens to be a member of the uh, 1828 group, a uh, right-wing think tank that pushed for the NHS to be replaced by a private insurance system. So, all in all, I think she's just the woman for the job. Provided the job is to run the NHS into the ground, then make everyone buy private insurance or do without health care. I myself once said that, uh, that people wouldn't value the health service unless they had to pay for it. So this appointment will no doubt be an important step towards making that a reality. Face Palm of the Week award has to go to my dear friend Tim Martin, uh, the only person who could beat me in a Worthle Gummidge lookalike competition. Weatherspoon's boss, who was famously outspoken about how fantastic Brexit was going to be, is now moaning about the fact that there aren't enough EU migrants to work in his pubs. He spent the last five years telling them to fuck off back home, and now he's wondering why they don't want to work in his rat-infested swill parlours. So now he's calling for some sort of visa system to get foreigners back here, because his jobs are so poorly paid that British people are not interested in doing them. Well, hang on just a minute, though. I have an idea. 
Uh, we could set up an arrangement that, that, that would allow people in all our neighboring countries to live and work here. And in return, all British people could live and work in any of those countries. Why has anyone thought of that before? But, uh, but uh, let's, let's cheer ourselves up by uh, having a listen to what Tim said before the referendum uh, when it was suggested that Brexit might lead to staff shortages. And the fact of the matter is we got 4% unemployment, all the scare stories about going to uh, hell in a handcart if we even voted to leave, including from Ian, have been proven to be untrue. And the reason some companies are finding it difficult to find staff is because uh, we've created so many jobs. But that's a plus for workers and, and employers like uh, my company just have to work harder and pay more. That's the way the world goes round. Well, Timbo, uh, maybe you should take your own advice and just work harder and pay more. But perhaps there is a, a more practical solution to Tim's problem and, and one which we can all help to implement. How about this? Uh, all of us resolve to never set foot in one of his shithole pubs again. Uh, then with no customers, he won't need to pay any staff. Problem solved. And uh, now we come to the part of the show where we tell you about the wonderful ways you can support us via Patreon. Uh, for as little as £3 a month, you can really make a difference and help to make this podcast possible. Uh, you can also pay a bit more and get a range of benefits such as bonus episodes, shoutouts, early access to shows, special events and even merchandise. And, uh, and if you're uh, really generous you can become one of our flag shaggers on Patreon, like John Platt. So let's hear it for John. Uh, you can find the link to Patreon in the description of this podcast or in my Twitter bio. Uh, or you can simply Google parody Boris Johnson Patreon. That's P A T. R-E-O-N. Thank you. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we made lots of people very happy by adding Portugal to the green list for travel, and many people rushed to book up their summer holidays. Uh, we made the same people rather less happy this week when we moved Portugal to the amber list, with almost no warning. But we had no choice. Portugal had things uh, uh, very much under control when we put them on the green list, but then as thousands of Brits started travelling there, the infection rates began to soar. Uh, talk about weird coincidences. Uh, still, at least we managed to send uh, 12,000 people there for the Champions League final, which was the main reason for having it green in the first place. Uh, I, I don't know the first thing about uh, that soccer ball, but, 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 I, but I do know that the working classes get quite worked up about it, and I'm not one to pass up an opportunity to fool the thick oiks into thinking I'm a man of the people. Speaking of thick oiks, Michael Gove was one of the ones who went to Portugal for the match. Uh, his NHS app pinged when he got back, but he didn't have to self-isolate. Uh, the reason for this was that he was part of a new pilot scheme. Uh, some people were sceptical about this explanation, but it's true. They are a new pilot scheme to test just how much we can get away with when it comes to showing that there's one rule for us and another for everybody else. So in short, 
We added no more countries to the green list and eight new ones to the red list. Uh, we had promised to put countries on a warning list if they were in danger of being moved off the green list, but we didn't. We produced no data to explain our decisions and we did it all without warning. Now, at a first glance, uh, this could look like dithering, followed, chopping and changing and last minute decisions leading to utter chaos. And on uh, closer inspection, you would find that's exactly what it was. Because that is what we have done for the last year and a half. And that is what the people now expect. We don't want to spread confusion and uncertainty by starting to do things in a well-organized, logical way based on sound scientific advice and in the best interest of the country. People wouldn't know what on earth was going on. No, no. It is much better that we give people what they're used to, which will be much more reassuring. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Uh, the, the eagle-eyed among you may have noticed a story this week about my billionaire Tory donor chum Peter Crudus. Uh, but of course, he's now known as uh, Baron Crudus since I forced through a peerage for him. I, I say forced through because the Appointments Commission uh, advised against making him appear after he failed their vetting process. Why did he fail? Well, it's just a small matter of being caught by undercover journalists promising access and influence over government in exchange for cash donations. I, 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 you know, I, 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 in 2012, uh, he boasted that, uh, that a donation of £250,000 would get you dinner with David Cameron and George Osborne. I, I don't know about you, but I'd pay £250,000 to avoid dinner with Cameron and Osborne. So, so, so I, I ignored the commission and admitted him to the House of Lords anyway. Uh, because as we all know by now, I think rules are for suckers. And I knew I'd made the right decision when, uh, when three days after he took a seat in the House of Lords, he donated 
£500,000 to the Conservative Party. And I, for one, think that's exactly the sort of behaviour we want from our peers. Someone who keeps his end of the bargain and who pays his bills on time. Uh, there was a big hoo-ha this week over my uh, planned cut to the foreign aid budget. Uh, we promised in our manifesto that we would keep overseas aid at 0.7% of GDP, but, uh, but then reduced it to uh, 05 because I knew that would go down well with all the racist flag shaggers that I need to keep voting for me. Uh, so then we had uh, people like Theresa May and David Davis up in arms about me breaking a manifesto pledge and causing the deaths of thousands of people overseas. And I have to say, it's a sad day when so-called Tory MPs put saving the lives of foreigners above the chance to save a few quid. I mean, their argument is that uh, it's in our interest to look after the people from poor countries because uh, if they're happy where they are, they won't keep coming over here, which, which I understand perfectly well. But, but what I would like to say uh, to that... Um, is I, I, I'd like to, to take it one stage further. Uh, if we give them no money at all and just let them die, then the chance of them coming over here are even less, which sums up my foreign aid policy. So that's what the big uh, showdown in the House of Commons was all about on Monday, when a group of my own MPs tried to stop my plan to slice £4 billion off the foreign aid budget. I mean, uh, like most policy changes these days, we'd, we'd push the budget reduction uh, through without a vote, uh, not least because uh, we knew we would lose the vote if we had one. Uh, that's the trouble with democracy. I mean, you, you don't always get your own way, which is a pretty major failing when you really think about it. Uh, there's certainly no way to run a country. And, uh, and that's why a central aim of my government is the elimination of democracy. Uh, how can we get things done if we are constantly having to explain ourselves and answer questions? It simply isn't practical. Fortunately, uh, the Speaker of the House... Uh, Lindsay Hoyle knows that his role is not to uphold the will of Parliament, but to uphold the will of whoever is Prime Minister, because that is the person who decides whether or not he gets a peerage. I, I mean, he'd be a fool to jeopardise his chance of being paid £300 a day to snooze away his twilight years in the House of Lords. So good old Lindsay Hoyle ruled the rebel amendment as inadmissible, uh, taking away the opportunity for MPs to vote on it and saving my bacon in the process. Now that's how a Speaker should behave. Not like that dreadful uh, John Burkow fellow. I mean, uh, he got obsessed with democracy and, and letting elected members have a vote, which is why he became the first speaker in 230 years not to be given a peerage when he stood down. I'm spiteful like that. Now we have another important announcement, uh, this time for our fantastic millionaire cronies on Patreon. So, so let's hear it for Andrew Woodall, Zoe Smith, Jonathan Williams, Alistair McCreeth, Van Jackson, Louisa Dora, and Milton Yates. Uh, if you're listening on Apple, it would be absolutely fantastic if you could take a moment to rate this podcast and write a short review. Uh, you can catch up on past episodes of the podcast and all the previous plebs, PMQs, wherever you are listening to this. And, and as I'm sure you know by now, the best way to make sure you never miss an episode is to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, the next session of Plebs PMQs will be out on Monday, so thank you to everyone who sent in their questions for that. Thank you for listening, and until next time, goodbye. The employers like uh, my company just have to work harder and pay more. That's the way the world goes round. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.